Hello, and welcome to the Minimalist Moms podcast. I'm Diane. I'm a mother of three living in Columbus, Ohio. I'm trying to make room in my life for what matters by getting rid of the clutter and living life with purpose. I hope you'll join me on the journey to think more and do with less. Join me today for a bonus episode with creator of Modern Farmhouse Family, Sarah Molitor. Sarah joins me to discuss her tips on navigating life and juggling responsibilities as a mom while still pursuing your passions. We talk mom guilt, outsourcing, juggling, and most importantly, how to find balance. But before we get to the conversation, I wanted to encourage you to leave a rating and review if you haven't done so yet. Leaving a rating and review on iTunes is the best way you can help this podcast succeed and grow. I know I always seem redundant when I say the same thing, but this is just a quick fun fact about Apple Podcasts. The more reviews that are left means that more people will actually click subscribe follow, which means the higher on the charts, which means more people are able to discover the show. So that's why it's so important that you actually subscribe to the Minimalist Moms podcast and leave a review. Even if you've already left one in the past, I'd love to hear something that you've enjoyed as of recently, who you'd love to hear in the future, or ways that you have been simplifying your own life on there. Because this is a bonus episode, I typically don't share my minimalist moment of the week or resources, so we will just get right into this conversation with Sarah. Sarah, thanks so much for joining me today on the Minimalist Moms podcast. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited to talk to you, and I love that we're making this happen. I want to just give listeners just an idea of what's happening right now. You're on vacation right now and there are kids around (laughs) and I'm in my car as always. So I just think that this is so fun to actually just be real life moms trying to, I guess, do our jobs in a way, but in in a lot of sense, that's what we're going to be talking about today, but I'm glad that we're making this happen. Yes. Thank you for the flexibility. And I agree. This is just how it should be with moms. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, before we get into the conversation, I'll go ahead and allow you to introduce yourself to the listeners. Thank you. I'm Sarah Molitor, and I am a wife to my husband, Tim. I'm a mommy of five little boys, and we are about, oh, as this is recorded, I'm due August 8th with our sixth little boy. So we are very excited about that. Um, And I also, we share our life via Instagram on our Instagram account, Modern Farmhouse Family. And that's really just a fun passion and outlet for us. And it's a way we can just connect to a community of women who just are, you know, kind of where we're at seasonal wise. Mm -hmm. Do you consider yourself a minimalist? You know, I was thinking about this and I, I don't know if I consider myself a full-blown minimalist, but I feel like for the last three years, my husband and I have been on kind of this journey of becoming more minimal and really trying to be conscious in our efforts of that and making certain decisions towards that. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people will say the same thing because they have this idea of minimalism just built up in their head. But I think a lot more of us actually do live somewhat more minimally than we initially think. Well, let's get into our conversation. And I first want to know before we start chatting about pursuing our passions, being moms at the same time, and just how to juggle all those roles. I want to know what prompted you to start. What, Mm -hmm. what made you start your Instagram account to begin with? 
So years ago, right after we had our second child, I was really just struggling and in a season of discontentment in my life. And most of it stemmed from myself, if I'm being very honest. Um, But I was just lonely and I was, you know, missing family because we were in a different city and all these things. And it kind of built up to this climax um, where my husband and I really had to get on board with some communication of like, okay, what's causing this? How can we move forward in this? And out of that, I remember distinctly, my husband told me at one point, he said, you know, I really think you need a hobby. And at first I was so offended, like, what? How dare you tell me I need a hobby? I have two kids. But um, but I could hear his heart in it. And I looked around and all I could find in our house um, that seemed hobby-like to me was our camera. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to teach myself photography. And out of teaching myself photography stemmed wanting to share pictures on Instagram. My sister owned an Etsy shop and she said, hey, I think you can work with small shops and you can, you know, take pictures for them in exchange for clothing. So that's where we started. And after a couple years of doing that and sharing photos of our boys in exchange for clothing, we built our new house. And I told my husband at that point, I said, hey, I love. So after a couple years of sharing our boys and modeling pictures and clothes, we built our modern farmhouse, what we call our modern farmhouse. And we decided we really wanted to share more of our lives and our lifestyle. And so at that point, we changed our name And we started sharing more lifestyle type topics. And we just really saw a great response in that. And a community started being built. And now it's kind of turned into what it is today. And so what started as sharing just pictures of our boys turned into now sharing our lives with a community of people who are, you know, in similar seasons and can relate to that. Yeah. And we are going to talk today about just on how to navigate life, juggling responsibilities as a mom of multiple kids, but you're still doing, you're still pursuing your passion while you have these other roles. But I'm curious, it doesn't sound like that initially this was a passion project, but it really has turned into that. So I guess, what is your passion? Would you say that, how has it morphed? Yeah, I don't think, I think you're right. I don't think I had a passion to start with. I think it was more, I need to find something you know, to, to turn my efforts towards. And from that, it did turn into a passion. And really what I would say my main passion is, is encouragement for motherhood and just women in general. I love being able just to speak encouragement into women and let them know how valued they are and let them know you are not alone, no matter what season you are facing. Definitely. Let's talk about how you actually do go through your day to day, keeping it simple and just not overcomplicating your day with the many roles that you are juggling. Mm -hmm. I think one thing I actually, I know, I don't think one thing that is for sure helped me is I thrive on routine. And for me, when I first started thinking about routine with children and having multiple children, you know, the idea of like, Oh, 8am we do this 9am we do this 10am we do this that didn't settle well with me. But I think the overarching theme of routine is what I was aiming for. And as we kind of settle into a routine in our days, whether it's just that in the mornings we do this, in the afternoons we can expect this, in the evenings we expect this, it really helped me navigate my days a lot more simply versus having either one end of the spectrum, a very strict schedule, or the other end of the spectrum, no schedule at all, where we're all just loosey-goosey running through the house, you know, 
not knowing what to do. Um, so routine is probably one of the biggest things that contributes to simplifying my days and also just may, allowing me to navigate them in a lot better sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. And I'm thinking you've grown your platform to a, a pretty good size number, I guess, if we're talking like specifics on Instagram, I know that's kind of a weird yeah. thing to talk about, but yeah, I think that if you're at that point, you probably are outsourcing something or other, but yeah, let's talk more about that because I don't want to set up a picture of like, Oh, I'm doing it maybe all by myself. Like talk more about that. Absolutely. And that's a really good point, Diane, because it came to a point where the platform was growing and it was like, it, it, it still, I tell my husband often, it still feels like a hobby and such a joy to me, but he's like, but you're still growing. So we still have to address the fact that there's still things to do and you can't do it all. And I knew that. And so I really started to think about how would that look like? And about six months ago, um, I thankfully I have three sisters and I have a mother who are very supportive and they think like me and they talk like me and they act like me. And I just addressed to them. I said, Hey, what if we tested out you helping me in these certain areas and let's just see how it goes. And it was, it was a hard transition. I mean, as you know, giving up something you've babied along the whole way that suddenly grew without you kind of expecting it was a hard thing to kind of hand over. But as I handed over small chunks, there was such a weight lifted, like, oh my goodness, I can still do the things I love and not worry about X, Y, Z details. So for example, we launched a website in, um, March, end of March. And my middle sister, she is managing all the back end of the website. I mean, things like how to work, how to, you know, press this button and make this look good and how to color that block in and all these things that, that would just be a lot of tasks for me. She manages. And so by offloading that, it has given me so much more freedom to truly what we talked about earlier, pursue that passion of just encouraging mothers and women and not have to focus about all these tiny little details that would be a lot for me to learn. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And I feel like my husband has had similar conversations with me recently, just with the podcast and uh, my social media presence isn't as big as yours, but just wanting mm -hmm. to maybe take it to that next level or just kind of going right. with the flow and doing a good job at what I do well. Uh, all that mm -hmm. to say, when he says, hey, maybe we should hire a babysitter for a few hours each week. It's like, well, number one, why would I pay someone when I do have family members I could use for free? But if they aren't available yeah. during the day, who do I trust with my children? Um, and then number, what am I at? Three or four, four. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, it feels, I wouldn't say I struggle with mom guilt. Like I do think that like, I have my mothering and then I have my personal life. And then I have mm -hmm. like, I'm a, I have all these roles, mom, wife, and friend and whatever right. else, you a podcaster, but I do, I, I guess now that I'm talking with you, I do have a guilt to say like, maybe I should just be focused on my kids. Like, am I doing, am I stepping away yeah. and spending money when I, I can do it and I'll just do the podcast and everything else at night. So I'm, I guess I'm in that Valley right now of mm -hmm. you pay for it or not, but can you relate to any type of mom guilt or what does that look like for you? I feel like you're just speaking what I think all the time. <laughs> you're saying exactly what I think. It's so true. And I, it is not something, I don't think there's a day goes by that I, I think about that. 
Am I making the right decision? Am I dividing my time right? Is that worth my money? I mean, like you said, even like your husband's mentioning the hiring of the babysitter, you know, my husband has mentioned that so many times too. And I'm like, no, I don't need someone coming in my home. That would just be more work for me. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think as moms, we just feel like just keep adding the weights on our shoulders and we'll figure it out somehow, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, and, and, and it's such a natural feeling and I felt it so many times yet at the same time, I've also felt those glimpses of relief and freedom when I do outsource something. And so then I'm like, okay, well, it does feel good, you know, and it does give me back time. And, and ultimately I think as moms, what we're doing is we're pursuing our passions almost not for our children. I don't know how to say that correctly, but, but really on behalf of them. And so it includes them. And so when we give some of that time back to our children, it's like, we're pursuing our passion even more effectively than when we were before, but Mm -hmm. mom guilt is real. I don't think any woman's alone in that. And I'm certainly not exempt from it. And I think the encouragement I would have for that is that one, it doesn't hurt to try you know, you, I, we always say like trying is a good thing. And, and I think as you try, you just figure out what works for you, what doesn't, and you go from there because not something that works for me, isn't going to work for you. Mm-hmm. You know, same things aren't going to work for everyone, but flexibility is like one of my favorite parenting lessons I'm learning every single day. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so how can I, you know, how can I continue to evaluate what we're doing see how it's working best for us and make it work even better for our family. Obviously most people listening probably aren't necessarily, I don't, I don't want to call us Instagrammers, but like anyone that I know, I know. know. So I'm sure that the majority of people that are working moms aren't doing that, but they are working maybe an eight to five, nine to five. Absolutely. Maybe you don't outsource, maybe childcare is all set because you have school and then you have your daycare, but maybe that means you outsource dinners and you have a dinner subscription. It's things like that, that again, I am so cheap. I am always looking at ways to save money and to make do with what we have. And so it seems really difficult to me to be like, why would I spend more money here when I could do it myself? But then I either don't do it well, or I'm a psycho. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I was just talking on my stories the other day about this and, you know, people asking like juggling it all the same things we're talking about right here. And I said on my story, I said, I give you permission to buy that frozen pre-made dinner Mm -hmm. and cook that for your family. Because Because for me right now, you know, I'm 34 weeks pregnant. My body is feeling it. I have five little kids, you know, and we're still pursuing different things on the side, but I just had to give myself permission and not feel bad. And I think one of the things was, is I had a really good conversation with my mom and she said, you know, Sarah, I know you grew up with a mom who cooked dinner every day, you know, and did all these things. And I'm very frugal like you, Diane, it's Mm -hmm. hard for me to do that. But she said, you know, sometimes things just change and it's okay for you to mother a little differently than I did. It Mm -hmm. is okay for you to say, this is what works for our family. This is what saves me time. And that's valuable to me and my children and my husband. Mm -hmm. And when it's almost like when someone gave me permission, it was like, oh my goodness, I can do that. And I don't need to feel bad about it. And so I say that because I give all the women listening permission. If you need someone to give you permission to say, I'm pressing the easy button right now, 
that's okay. Mm -hmm. I think, gosh, I don't even know how to say this. Maybe I'll cut this part out, but like, I feel like for me, I don't want to say that I even need permission because I don't want to admit that there's somewhere that I have to bend in me. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I I think it does. I think (laughs) it is. And you know, and that's, I like you're saying over and over, I think it's just, it's not an uncommon thing. Like Mm -hmm. it's not an uncommon thought with women, but I think it's, it feels uncommon because it's not talked about. Right. So even to hear you say that another woman is saying, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like I've been feeling those exact same feelings. Mm -hmm. I'm not alone. And it's just, it almost, and that's, I think that's the cool thing about the community you're building on your podcast, even just that women can come on and think, oh my goodness, there is someone I can relate to that I respect and look up to that's in the same season as me or a similar season, you know, maybe not quite the same, but that I can say, wow, if she can do that, if she can say that, if she can allow that, maybe I can find an area in my life that I can bend to as well, you know, that can make other areas more effective. I mean, what do they say? You can be like really good at something or kind of good at everything. And I, I just, I want to be I don't want to be kind of good at everything I stick my hands to. I want to really pursue my family, pursue my passion and be good at those things. And the other kind of okay things can kind of fall by the wayside. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's admitting to yourself that you've gotten to the point where maybe you've taken on too much and that's okay. Cause it, those, it can be good things. Maybe it's bad things. And then there, maybe you need to reevaluate what you've taken on and what's right. priority. But I think when it is good things and it, they aren't necessarily things you want to set aside. That's when you're like bending your knee. And I think I've right. denied that in my own life that I've taken on too much or that it's, it's not something that I can handle anymore. And, um, yeah, and I think you're right. It's okay. And it, give yourself that permission. And maybe all of this is cliche. Sometimes I'm like, well, I've heard that before. But <laughs> times it's, it hits you where you're at. And sometimes you just need to hear it multiple times. You know, I agree. I heard a mom say one time, she said, you know, we're all juggling life's balls. We're all juggling the same balls. And she says, I juggle similar balls as you. And sometimes I just let one of the balls go and I keep juggling the balls in my hands and I pick the other one up and toss it back in later. And I just thought that was a really silly, but kind of cute little encouragement to me that it's okay if a ball drops once in a while, (laughs) but you can keep juggling what's in your hand and you might throw that ball back in later. So somehow that was a little bit encouraging to me as well. No, absolutely. Well, where can listeners find you if they want to connect with you? Oh, thank you for asking. That's really kind. Um, Yeah, you can, I mentioned earlier, we have our Instagram at modern farmhouse family. So you can find us there. We share stories pretty much daily and also um, post there. And then, as I also mentioned, we launched a website back in March and that is www.modernfarmhousefamily.com. And we share some of the things we share on Instagram there and some different things as well. So those are two ways you can find us. Another thing we are really excited about is that my very first children's book is launching coming soon. Pre-orders start on July 14th. And the book is called I Grew With You. And it's kind of, it speaks to the journey of pregnancy. And it's a really fun, endearing book that I can't wait to get in the hands of moms that they can read to their children. And it tells them from beginning to the end, the journey of pregnancy in fun, humorous ways. And you might cry a little, you might laugh a little. Your kids might say, did your tummy really grow that big? But I am excited about it. 
And we are just so excited to share that passion project that we've been working on as well. Yes. I will make sure to put all of that in the show notes for the listeners. Well, this was so great, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope this mm-hmm. was, like I said, helpful to women to meet them where they're at. Again, yeah. sometimes you just yeah. need to hear things from different perspectives. So I yeah. appreciate your time. What did you think of the episode? I hope you enjoyed the conversation. To learn more about today's guest, including links, resources related to everything discussed today, visit the episode page at minimalistmomspodcast.com, where you can find the entire podcast archive, as well as my book, Minimalist Moms Living and Parenting with Simplicity, or other ways to connect or work with me online. If you'd like to support the podcast, the easiest and most impactful thing you can do is subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and leave a rating or review of your favorite episode. Lastly, sharing the show or your favorite episode with friends on social media is very helpful and will encourage others on their journey to think more and do with less.